out loud, that is. It's time for Anime Jam Session with DJ Ronma S, Mako-chan, and Ari Rockefeller. Hey everyone, welcome to Anime Jam Session, episode number 212. We are that podcast that talks about anime, games, conventions, the fandom, geek stuff, and everything in between. I'm DJ Ron Mess. I'm Ari Rockefeller. And I just want to listen to that music again. <laughs> Alright, well, what music? What music, uh-huh. Oh, you mean this? I'm sorry, that is hilarious. Yeah. <laughs> you know, a, good, a couple rips would have helped Shinji's, you know, emotional state a lot, I think. Yeah, seriously. I th- you're right. If Shinji did smoke th- while dealing with this, he probably would have been a different person. Well, yeah, because I don't just, think he would have given up like Wait, wait. What was that, Mako? No, I said I don't think he would have given a fuck after that. He probably would. Be, he probably would have. He probably would have been able to bang Ray too. So, well, I don't know about that. That's kind of you know Earth's complex like, and all that. Say what now? Earth's complex. You were saying. Uh huh. Well. But I was saying, just imagine. You know, Shinji, like, leery-eyed and, like, bloodshot, and Asuka comes in and starts raining at him for whatever the fuck reason. He just casually tells her to fuck off without even looking at her and just... <laughs> takes another hit without even looking at her. God damn it, Rageinator! What wait, the... Wait. What, what, let's see what's going I, on in the I, chat room at live.vognetwork. And, and, as I read that. And, <laughs> wait, 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 wait. Stop. Say what now? I was taking a drink as I read that, and I got to the end and choked. What did Rachinator say? Oh, yes. Remember, chicken pot pie isn't made with actual pot unless Ma- Mako-chan made it from scratch. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, you're guaranteed a little something <laughs> extra in her culinary work. I'd eat it. My brownies. And as Dungeon Buster says, Neon Genesis Mary Jane Alien. I, I, I don't know. If I was part of the Survey Corps, I'd be smoking at least three times a day. Yeah, those things would at least turn you to drink, if nothing else. No, see, no, I wouldn't be drinking. I'd just be like, "Fuck it." I'm just, say, I'm just gonna take a hit off of this before we go kill some titans. Fuck it. I need something to take the goddamn edge off. Well, it isn't... or better yet, you go in the opposite direction. You, you take a shot. You look. You casually glance to the side, and you see a a humanoid-looking thing that is a titan looking at you, and you just look at it, look at the joint, look back at it, and just flick the joint away, and it's like, nope, not anymore. Now I'd be like, you want to hit off this? <laughs> <laughs> and well, if we go into the chat room real quick at live.vodnetwork.com, uh, Deadpool28 says, he did it with Asuka in the end of Ava. Well, yeah, Asuka's a pretty hot redhead, so, you know. Yeah, no. And Deadpool 28 says, let's get high as a Survey Corps. Let's do it. Seriously, you've got to be smoking something to be a part of the Survey Corps. Seriously. There, there's got to be something going on. You know, wh- what is it? Uh, enhancement drug? <laughs> Performance enhancement drugs. Yeah. 
Maybe they're, not, maybe they're not really flying around the 3D maneuver gear. Maybe it's all in their imaginations of the weed that they're smoking. <laughs> and as Sarah Ackerman says, I love my weed. I mean, wings of freedom. Oh, man. We haven't even started. Not even like what? Oh, God. We're not even five minutes into the podcast. Already derailed. Well, we can't be derailing if we're talking about stuff that happened in the podcast. But still, and the pre-show is technically the podcast. Well, I guess, but remember, the pre-show was never recorded as part of the podcast, so you know. Yeah, well, so the people that are listening to us are, you know, questioning what the hell we're talking about, but you were they nice enough to play it in the background. Unless they were smart enough to listen to the pre-show that I told everyone to listen in for high expectations. Yes, but those that it. didn't, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. those that didn't, you were actually playing some of the music, so they'll get it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We are live tonight, week of April 21st, 2015 on the VOG Network. We had Tuesdays at 9.30 p.m., replays Thursdays at 1. Check out our interactive chat room at live.vognetwork.com, and you already know how chaotic and crazy and fun it gets from what we had mentioned earlier. Chat clients such as Merc, XChat, Chatzilla can use irc.gamesurge.net. The chat room is VOG, V-O-G. Or you can head on over to AnimeJamSession.com slash network. There is an IRC link. You click on that, your default chat will bring you in. Um, check-ins are open, so swing by, check them out. Swing by the forums. We, we can blow some dust off over there. Say hi, it's all good, and the burgers are fresh. Sarah Ackerman, I actually think there is a version of the song based on cosplay and uh, conventions. I was going to work on cosplay, then I got hot. I went looking. Uh-huh. I went looking, couldn't find it. If there is, I just, I'm just not looking in the right place. I don't know if it's ever been recorded. I think it's just written down. Mm. My, my cosplay is made of satin, and I know why. <laughs> hey! hey! <laughs> oh, God. <sighs> I'm actually looking. No, no if it is, I'm Maybe not, it, I'm it, not. It might be just you know so far back that it's just random now instead of popular yeah. enough to pop up on Google. Yeah, because if you yeah, unless because even if you type in um st- still alive parody anime Boston, you won't find the lyrics. But if you go to anime Boston's uh, random forum and search it, you'll find it. Mm-hmm. So. And yes, Deadpool 28. I was going to do a podcast, but I got high. That's that why... doesn't really stop you. Yeah. Oh, no, I've done the podcast like that. She's done it high, stoned, drunk, sober. To be fair, and... we've all done it drunk at least once. Yeah. Tipsy. Actually, I think we've all done it drunk at least twice. Mm-hmm. The last two Christmases, at least. Yeah. Mm-hmm. The drunken Christmas special. Yeah. Yeah, I'm on my second glass of uh, sangria because this out shit is amazing. Out of a sippy cup, yes. I'm actually drinking out of a sippy cup. Get on my level, people. Um, my friend Rachel would be proud of you because she goes. She used to go to Asen and just drink booze out of what she calls the violated sippy cup. Well, what? this is a. It's actually got a label on the side. It says the official Crazy Straw Sports Bottle. Hmm. Because the straw actually wraps around the entire bottle. I've seen those. 
But yeah, it's good enough for like a cup or a glass of wine, however you want to say it. But I did not realize when I bought um, said alcohols, because I, I, I made a play on the Applebee's apple sangria, mm-hmm. that um, all, of the ap- uh, all of the alcohols I chose have a higher alcohol percentage than the ones that uh, Applebee's uses. <sighs> so, I mean, I, I'm usually pretty good on one glass when I go to Applebee's, and now I'm, you know, almost finished with my second glass, and... Uh, yeah, I'm feeling pretty happy. <laughs> Lush. Mm-hmm. <sighs> Damn it, Deadpool. What did he say? Damn this weed man, I'm imagining things, but do but do I see Titan smoking da ganja and dancing Gangnam style while wearing upside down sunglasses? I'm sorry, I don't want to think about Titans doing any sort of dancing. That's just creepy. Open Titan style. <laughs> <laughs> Anyway, we should probably continue instead of just talking about um, booze and smokage. Yeah, yeah. Also, happy surprise dr- drug testing day. <laughs> well, it's not really a surprise, but... Well, no. stone people would be surprised. No, th- at that point, they would be just stupid. No, because if you were a start, if you if you're a start smoner, if you are a smart, a sm- <laughs> wait, 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 did you say a start smoner? Yep. Yes, I did. Fucking lush. If you are a smart stoner, you know what to do to get around it. And here at Anime Jam Session, we do not condone that. Neither does Vogue Network or or any affiliated podcasts. They're worse. <laughs> So you have been listening to Understation Live. (laughs) (laughs) Let's get things going. Ari, how was your weekend? How was your day? Well, most of it was was work-related, and uh, I'd see now that I'm going to have to scrub my plans for Nauticon, mostly because I can't find anyone to go with, and getting a room will be a major pain in the ass. If the hotel isn't sold out already. Yeah. I figured I'll just wait until they announce it next year and, uh, yeah. you know, go nuts there. Because I- I'm sure the random strangers I would be rooming with would be fun, but I don't like doing cons without you two, at least one of you around. Mm. It's no fun. Um, also, this weekend, I got, my friend and I got, got into the new Daredevil series on Netflix. I have to finish watching that. It is so good. Oh, God, it is magnificent. Some of the uh, beatings have... And a, you know, aggravated assault, I guess, would be the kindest way to say it, are just awesomely done, even if they are a little bit over the top. My favorite is the microwave spot. I don't which, remember that. I didn't finish watching uh, it. Well, basically, a guy gets beamed in the head with a microwave. Oh, I was that that's, tor- project, that's winged at him. What episode was that? I think it's the one where the little kid got kidnapped right in front of him. Oh, right. Episode two. Okay. All right. Okay. Yeah, the, the, the one Mook is walking down the hall, you know, mm. on the way on the way to the fight. like, And he doesn't even get to look in the direction of the microwave as it's being thrown at him. Mm. It just, like, bounces off his head and he's down. And my, fr- my friends are saying, oh, man, it, it would have been so much fun if it, if it were, like, ding! Or, like, a burrito popped out of it or something. <laughs> And, uh, let's see, what else? Um, I also got one of the new- newer Harvest Moon games. Well, it's not technically Harvest Moon. It's a story of seasons. Oh, okay. It's, it's the same creator. It's still the same, uh, 
the same, you know, what do you call it? Um, franchise. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but, I, see, uh, I hear what you're saying, yeah. But because the... <clears throat> but because the company to uh, distribute it in the U.S. is uh, different, it's X-Seed Games and not Natsumi. Yeah, I wonder... Isn't... I wonder if Natsumi is still around. They are. They okay. only... The IP to Harvest Moon in America. Okay. But uh, X-Seed is publishing the games, so... Oh, okay. They're starting to call it uh, Story of Seasons. But in uh, Japanese, it's still... They're still Okujo Monogatari, which is, you know, a ranch story. Gotcha. And I've been, you know, trying to play through it, but the tutorials are a little bit longer, so it's taking me a while. But other than that, been alright this week. That's good. Oh, Mako-chan, how was your week and how was your day? Um, entertaining. Yeah, don't say. <laughs> Uh, I think it was after last week's show, um, I believe that Wednesday, I decided that I was going to finally watch the uh, the food porn anime. Oh, Shogeki no Shoma. Yeah. So. Oh my god, that is hilarious. It is really good. I, I have to sit down and watch the third episode, because I know that came out. Um, that is so right up my alley as a series. It is hilarious, and I... Uh, like I definitely recommend people go and watch it, especially if you actually enjoy cooking and Iron Chef. Yeah, anything of that, you know, that kind of thing. It's very, you know, weird, but also, you know, kind of etchy at the same time. It's it's great. But yeah, after that, um, I've basically been working. I had work the last five days, so today is my first day off, and I'm just enjoying it, hanging out with friends, and now I'm drinking. And after this weekend that I've had, I totally needed it. Yeah, don't say. Drinking sangria out of a sippy cup. Mm. Yes, drinking sangria out of a sippy cup. Well, um, Sunday we were supposed to have four people working. We were so busy that we probably could have used five. Um... And our fourth person, uh, quote unquote, forgot that she had work. <laughs> so, so there were only three of us working. Mm. Then last night I'm working with her, and uh, basically the I don't think she realized that I was working Sunday. So uh, just the amount of lies coming out of her mouth were amusing. Mm. At this point, you're going to start beating beating customers like you think they're filled with candy. Well, I think the only thing that saved me is that I knew I was making sangria. And, you know, I just kept, you know, I, I just got to wait two days. I just got to wait a day. I, I can make it a day. I can, you know, and then I can sit down and drink my sangria and calm down. And, uh, yeah, and then I realized that last night... Um, Every two weeks, we usually record the podcast for uh, Sailor Moon Crystal. And we had to postpone that until tomorrow. And I'm like, hey, I don't have a podcast tonight. I can actually eat brownies. <laughs> Lord. So, yeah, I, I was extremely happy that I was actually able to celebrate one of my favorite holidays. And that's about it. 
Lord. Oh, also, um, cheeseburger, cheeseburger, where you can go and get, you know, whatever toppings you want on your burger. Mm -hmm. I got um, pineapple and teriyaki sauce. Seriously, uh, the next time I decide to do that, I'm just going to Red Robin. So you got the hula burger then. Well, it's just, you know, you can pick whatever whatever toppings you want. This didn't have, you know, burgers by name. You just pick a size of the burger and then what you want on it. But yeah, I guess because the meat wasn't cooked with the teriyaki and the teriyaki was just poured over it, not the same. And I was very mm. disappointed. Huh. None of the uh, none of the menus have any prices on them. Well, that's because all of them are basically, you know, it's a dollar difference between the sizes of the burgers. You get a quarter, you get a third, you get a quarter, you get a half, you get a pound. And then the there are a couple of in, like a couple of toppings that you have to pay extra for, like bacon um, and things like that. But all the other toppings are basically free. Kind of like Five Guys, but not as good. Hmm. Uh, Alright. My weekend day is, is usual, you know, just the usual grind of job hunting and just handling business and all that normal shit, you know. N nothing fancy, you know, the usual... Um, I started watching Steven Universe, and that show actually surprised the living shit out of me. Actually, Good, right? Yeah, it is. I just like the fact that they live in this town with humans and the crystal gems, and like no one's making a big deal about it. It's like life is normal. It's like when you watch Scott Pilgrim vs. the World, and you see the fights and the, and the enemies being destroyed into cash, and like nobody blinks an eye. It's like this is normal. So, you know, I'm going to try to catch a few more episodes of it tonight. So, see how that goes. Uh, let's see. We go into the chat room at live.vognetwork.com. Uh, Sarah Arkham says, her aunt and uncle got married on 420. Uh, let's see. Serenity428 says, yes, Steve Universe is awesome. And that's basically the gist of it. And you make it high with the bride. <laughs> I like that. All right, let's go ahead and take our first break. And when we get back, we're gonna jump right into the thick of things. Good, cause I need a refill. You just had a refill. Good, cause <laughs> I need a refill. You just. Ha <sighs> <laughs> we'll be back.
Now, hopefully we have all that out of our system now. Nope. Moment. Lord. All right, Ari, go ahead and take take it away with the first art, with the first story. Okay. Uh, there's a move, new Pokemon movie dropping. Yeah. This and... is what, Pokemon Movie 23 or something like that? Something like that. It's called uh, Pokemon the Movie Hoopa and the Clash of Ages. Hoopa mm. being a very special legendary Pokemon that you can get, I think, through GameStop or one of those places. Yeah. But uh, the biggest, like, aside from, uh, you know, the whole new legendary Pokemon at the forefront thing, the biggest, <clears throat> the biggest draw of it, at least from a trailer, is that Ash gets possessed by something, and we get another evil version of him. Hail to the king, baby. Wrong Ash, but okay. <laughs> hey, that's what I think of when I think of evil Ash. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, he... Something possesses him. I think it's Hoopa. Maybe? I don't know. Yeah, uh, that's what they're saying. Of, basically, you know, glowing... Like, sickly purple glow, glowing eyes, you know, hair going all nuts. Yeah, just, I... Mm -hmm. cool. He has a history of uh, being evil before. It oh, was, yeah? But again, it was by possession. It was, a, it was a Hoenn episode called Battling the Evil Within, where he gets possessed by the king of Pocalanus and becomes evil for a brief time. Yeah, I'm looking at the comments. One person goes, I'm going Super Saiyan. And we have another one that says, Gary motherfucking who? <laughs> okay, I like that one. And someone goes, Satsuno Hado is nothing to joke about. See, I could see that as a shirt, Ash just doing the suing the Satsuno Hado, and the, it, it's a poke. It's the symbol of the Pokemon. It's the Pokemon uh, symbol, and, and and Gary is just laid out. Hmm. Ash. <laughs> Dude, you are breaking up. I can't hear you. Yeah. What? Ari, are you there, sir? Hello? Dude, you are breaking up really badly. We cannot hear you at all, man. So I'm here. Yeah, but you, but, here. but you're sounding garbled and break. You sound garbled. I don't know what's happening. I don't know, but you are sounding all garbled up. I don't, I don't know why that's happening. It might be a network connection, man. You might have to start hardwiring in. But um. As I was saying, I'm looking at the uh, the comments. One person goes, "Maybe Ash finally hit puberty." And and one comment, "Yes, my son, join the dark side." <sighs> the dark side of the Poke Force. Yeah, all those comments are kind of taking the piss out of it. So, well, it is the fandom, so you shouldn't be surprised by it. I I sure as hell ain't. There's a. I'm sure there's a sect of the Phantom, but here's another thing. At one episode, Ash and his friends 
What? I think we just lost him. Marco, you still with me? I'm still here. Yeah, yeah we, we Hello? just... There you go. Yeah, you... It look, yeah, I just noticed you hung up and got back into the call, so... I have no idea what the hell that was. Anyway, as I was saying, mm -hmm. there's... Huh? No, go on, go on. There's one episode where Ash and his company find a mirror universe kind of thing, and they meet versions of themselves where their personalities are reversed. Mm. Like, Serena is a is a super serious, you know, Pokemon trainer, and a, this version of Ash is, you know, basically a gigantic pussy who can't battle out of a paper of wet paper bag. And how is it different from normal Ash? <laughs> I was about to say that. <laughs> I'm sorry, but as powerful as Pikachu should be after how much it is trained, he should not be losing as many battles as he loses. Pikachu's power level should be over 9,000. He's as powerful as the plot demands. Sounds about right. The yeah, people well, like they're... the pussified version of Ash better than the, the normal version. Yeah, well, there's a reason but... why people dislike uh, the whole, you know, Pokemon series. I, I get it. It's for kids. I get mm -hmm. it that, you know, it's supposed to be, you know, if you keep trying, things will be great. But, you know... Wouldn't it be nice to actually have a conclusion to all that keep trying bullshit? It would be nice. It would be nice to you to win for once. Because just because he wins, you know, one league's, you know, whole thing doesn't mean that he has to stop traveling. He's not a Pokemon master just because he wins one league's tournament. Yeah. Um... Yeah, they're not really really clear on what that goal entails. Yeah, Ash is pretty much anime's answer to um, Zack Ryder. Shinji? No, I was going to say <laughs> no, uh, no. Zack Ryder. Nah, if, they're not burying him every week, so there's that to look forward to. Mm, true, true, true. Okay, moving on. I'll take this one. Of course you will. Well, we have mentioned it a couple times before on the show, and if you haven't heard already, Season 2 of Attack on Titan is coming out next year, and the production has already, well, has already begun. It seems that the latest Attack on Titan No Regrets Birth of Levy, uh, OVA, is coming this way next month. I don't think we also have two live-action movies that will be hitting the theaters uh, next year as well. Maybe here, but I believe the movies are coming out in Japan later this year. Yeah, and, the movies are yeah. coming out, and I think it's... Uh, one's coming in out during... August, summer. and one's yeah. in September. Yeah, mm -hmm. Yeah, they're only a month apart. Now, in the U.S., there would be a six- to seven-month time difference, just to make, just to make us suffer. Yeah, this is, and even though the U.S. will have the same, because basically they're filming both of the movies at the same time. Yeah, because it makes sense. It, it, it's a sequel. I'll just knock them all out at once, you know. That's what they did with the Harry Potter movies, right? No. That was only for Deathly Hallows. Yeah. Yeah, but no, even if, like, even in America, if they record everything, like, one right after another, right after another, it can still take them three years to put out the sequel or the, you know... The trilogy. Mm-hmm. 
I like Japan's way of thinking. Yes, yes we do. Now, as going along, there was a hoax that said that Season 2 of Attack on Titan would return July 26th. Studio behind it, Wit Studios, said that production will not begin until Volume 14 and 15 of the manga. Volume 15 of the manga is slated to arrive on December 9th, which is probably this year. Um, and Sarah Ackerman says the video game is out next month. I will have and she's to, squealing. I'm going to have to pick up the video game just to support the fandom. I definitely want the video game. Mm-hmm. Because everything that I've seen on it, it looks really good. Yeah. I'm hoping that the gameplay isn't horrible, though. Agreed. We don't know when Season 2 release date's going to happen, but let's just say it's going to be sometime next year. Given how much we love the first season, I think the fans will be picking it up right where they left off. Um, the movies are coming out, according to the article, the first movie's coming out June 27th. And I've already turned an image of Mikasa staring down the armored titan into a wallpaper. Mm. Because the armored titan has that look in his face like, I done fucked up. Now, it's one of the armored titans, that's... The female Titan. Yeah, but she had a particular name, though. Oh, well, it, it, and that escapes me at the moment. Yeah, Fuck. exactly. Let me see if I can find it real quick. Uh, yeah. yeah, I haven't... Mm-hmm. I'm behind on the, uh, on the manga. Have they even gone, you know, figured out a way to get back to his old place... To find I, out what the fuck is in his basement. I have no idea. No, she just known as the female Titan. That's what it is. The no, female Titan and the colossal Titan. All right, Marco, you want to go ahead and take the next one? Sure. Uh, so Hidaki Ano um, basically discusses Ray versus Asuka. Asuka. Asuka, Asuka, whatever. She's potato, fucking potato. German, and I hate her. I Not like because she's Asuka. German, I just hate her. I like Asuka. You would. You happen. You you like the prissy characters. No, I just like because she's a redhead. Well, yeah, but you <laughs> like the prissy characters too. Yeah. Her. She's very full of herself. She's very. She's um, the ego of the three. Yeah, she's very narcissistic and. It's probably why I don't like Rarity, because Rarity reminds me a lot of her. Mm. Anyway, so basically, Ano Rarity explains. What suit? You're now thinking of it. <laughs> Neon um, pony and Evangelion. Yeah. Uh, get in the fu- get in the fucking robot Twilight Sparkle. Shut up. <laughs> <laughs> get in the fucking robot Spike. So anyway, so there's a, a new book on the secrets of uh, Studio Ghibli. And when they were talking, you know, when they were talking for the book, the subject of Ray versus Asuka came up. Um, and, and basically, Ano was uh, very, I guess, very blunt and said that he basically forgot about Ray eight episodes in. Wow. Yeah, goes, um, like he's talking about, you know, something, something else. 
and how he loved that story and the novel itself was basically boring, but he loved the characters. So he goes, the truth is I have no emotional attachment to write at all. In the midst of making Eva, I suddenly realized that I had forgotten her, her very existence. For example, in episode seven, I remembered and added one shoot with Ray. I had no attachment to her at all. I think that was okay because in episode eight, she didn't appear, not even in a single shot. Meanwhile, all the Ray Ayanami fans are sharpening their pitchforks. Mm-hmm. So at the end, Ray says, I don't know what to do. And Shinji says, I think you should smile. And Ray says, Say what? Ari? I think Ray was designed to be deliberately uh, off-putting and creepy. Maybe. And it blew his fucking mind when... Huh? You were breaking up horribly. Yeah. Uh, let's try this again. All right. I said Ray was designed to be like very off-putting and creepy and it blew his fucking mind when the fans, well, clung to her. Mm. Every oh, every dog has their day. Every underdog has their fans. Mm-hmm. Well, th- that's the whole thing is she wasn't supposed to be gotten. She wasn't supposed to be involved. She wasn't supposed to be, you know, quote-unquote communicated. So he goes, at the end, Ray says, I don't know what to do. And Shinji says, I think you should smile. And Ray smiles. And he says, afterwards, when I thought about it, I cursed. Because in short, if she and Shinji completed communication there, then she's, you know, over with. Basically, she, uh, basically he said, at that moment, Ray for me was finished. Mm. Which I'm not surprised because the entirety of the anime versus manga verse for this is just fucked up and out there. But, I mean, seriously, when you forget to, like, when you forget one of the main characters and start bringing in new characters instead of, you know, remembering that, oh, hey, I still have others to play with before these people, there's an issue. Treating her like Meg Griffin. Shut up, Ray. Yeah, basically. (laughs) And, I mean, out of the whole entire series, Ray is my favorite character. Mainly because she's mysterious and creepy. Still a fan of Gendo. Ooh, it's Gendo. <laughs> well, you know, it is it is Gendo, so you know. Pimp Gendo, Martini Gendo. It's all good. Gendoned. <laughs> <laughs> Hold on, hold on, hold on. Since, since I am right here, I'm actually surprised. I don't even actually have that theme like sitting on my computer somewhere. To the YouTube. I know, but I'm just surprised. I just, I just don't have it downloaded. Oh well. Hold on. I'm gonna go ahead and and take care of that shit right about now. If I can find. I'm drinking my wine, judging you. Oh, of course you are. Yeah. We have a female Gendo over there, so, you know. I judge you a lot, though. You judge everybody. I do. It's enjoyable. Here we go. So where is my father? 
You should make this your ringtone for when I call you. <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> Alright, there we go. There is an actual higher res ver version of the song, so... Floating around, so... Oh, well. All right, moving right along. Um, you've been look, you've been looking forward to this one, haven't you? I've definitely been looking forward to this one. So have I. Me, I'm just kind of mad towards. Because you're team Pokemon, that's why, and it's all good. I'm team anything with cute monsters. Pikachu's cute. Well, yeah, Pikachu is my favorite. <laughs> But I am anyway, seeing anything with interrupt. cute monsters. So, yes, Digimon! There we go. It's very loud. Right. How's that? That's better. <laughs> okay. The official website for Digimon Adventure Tri, or Tree, if you haven't heard by now, this is the this is the sequel series to Digimon Adventure One and Two. It seems this past Tuesday that they updated the, the official website with a brand new uh, splash image. The voice cast has been casted for the chosen children, or the, as we call them here, the Digidestined. Everybody's back. Yup. I'm so excited over that. Seriously. Uh, the promo video for the series will be unveiled at May, on May 6, 10.45 p.m. Japan Standard Time, which is like... At least 12 hours after us. Yeah, this, I was gonna I, say, it's 14, I believe. I was like, it's at 2.45 p.m. here, May 7th. This will be made after a continued stream of all the original Digimon Adventure episodes on Nico Nico Duga, which starts on May 4th. So if you thought the... Um, it's... I don't think that's May 7th. They're ahead of us, aren't they? Alright. I think that's like 2.30 a.m. for us. Or something like that. I think so. Alright. Which is why all the Sailor Moon stuff, we have to stay up until 3 o'clock in the morning when they start announcing crap. Something like that, yeah. Alright, so, if I'm looking at it properly... 9.45am Wednesday. How'd you figure that out? I typed it into Google. What did you type? Because I wasn't looking for the... Wor I just typed world clock to see if I could like do a comparison, but... What I you... typed in 10.45pm JST to EST, and it came out okay. as 9.45am. Uh, on so... the following day or the previous day? It'll be Wednesday, so That's they will be yeah. announcing it 10.45 p.m. Wednesday. We will get it 9.45 a.m. Wednesday. On oh, Nico Nico Duga. Mm-hmm. So if you thought the Simpsons Marathon on FXX was something, I think this will be a hell of a lot better. I agree. Yep. Except that I think this is the one that I watched on Netflix or Hulu. 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 I watched the entire series on Hulu. Was it dubbed English or Japanese? 
English. I really want the Japanese, but I know Nikonuku is not going to have subtitles for me. Well, then Crunchyroll has it. Crunchyroll has it in Japanese? Yeah. Ooh, I will have to look that up then. Or at least that's what a few people have told me, you know, who have watched it. I'll have to check it out then. I might have to get a free premium, a free two-week tryout for that, you know. Mm. And then you quit before the trial ends and you get fleeced. Pretty much. I'm looking right now. Yeah, it looks like, um, yeah. They, uh, looks like they, uh, there are no... Are you sure? I, I think they might have dropped it. But I knew they had it on there for a while. Uh, well, where there's a will, there is a way. I mean, come on. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. I mean, seriously, we are smart, intelligent people in the fandom. It ain't hard to find it. <laughs> Mostly. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, mostly. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, so the anime was supposed to be premiering this spring. Mm-hmm. And obviously is it has been pushed back. So I'm guessing maybe a fall or winter anime? Probably. And as Deadpool twenty eight <laughs> says, yes, Deadpool's mons attack, Chimichanga Chug. Okay. I'm okay with that. Mm. Deadpool mons digivolve to killer Spreemon. Deadpool mons digivolves into dropping Deadpool. Well, okay. It looks like we have a lover spat going on in the chat room. <laughs> Mom, Dad, please stop fighting. Now you know why Daddy drinks when he gets home. Oh. <laughs> this is why this family can't have nice things. <laughs> Especially my family. Let's go. All right, I'm gonna go ahead. I'm go, I'm gonna take this because I, I I I I'm a, a strap hanger, and if you ever heard the term strap hanger before, that means somebody who lives in New York City that takes uh, mass transit to and from work. And nine times out of ten, you're taking the subway, and depending on your stop, you're standing up for your whole commute. No, oh, just take all the articles, why don't you? <laughs> Sorry. Well, if you were going to take this article, then you should have given one of us the, or the article previous. Well, fine. Well, you know what? You take this, then. No. You said you wanted it. You take it. No, that's it. okay. That's okay. I don't want to be considered no, a... No, you take I'm, it. I'm not, I don't want to be a ball hog. You can no, take it. you Go claimed ahead. it. It's yours. No, no it's take fine. It. It's fine. I, re- I relinquish it. No, it's yours. Take it. I, no, I don't want it now. No. Take it. No, you No, you take it. No, you were the one that wanted it. You were the one that wanted to, you know, take your ball and go home. So just take it. I'm not taking my ball. I'm leaving the ball right there. You can have the ball. It's all yours. All right. Then I'm going to stab the ball with a fucking knife. You are a mean bitch. (laughs) See what you did? (laughs) What? What did I do? Oh, God. You're incorrigible. No, no sympathy at all. Yeah, pretty much. Pretty much. Pretty much. All right, seriously, you can take the article. I mean, really, go right ahead. I didn't mean to, ho- to be an article hog tonight, so. I really don't care. I was, you know, making a joke. Yeah. And that joke got a little out of hand. Just a scotch. 
Well, Ari, why don't you take yes. this one? All right, if you insist. Ever ridden a train during r rush hour in Japan? You know it takes a certain amount of fortitude to survive it. If you're a visiting country, sometimes you can avoid those super stuffed trains. But if you live there's live or spend an extent like the time in any big city in Japan, you just can't avoid taking a packed train. Whether it's rush hour in the morning, rush hour at night, or the last few trains home, you will often find yourself in a position where you give up the luxury of personal space in exchange for a ride home. Really? Yes. Ugh. It takes a certain amount of skill to stay upright as well as Bit of creative, pass the time and avoid feeling. We've collated nine of the best tips to help you get through the hell like train ride. Uh. Number one, rock climbing. <clears throat> You're probably not going to be able to climb a seat, so, access, so having access to a handrail or a strap like you've been chosen by the train gods. Huh? DJ? Uh, I'm right here. You're just getting all cluttered up again. Sorry, I thought you had. Said something. Ah, uh, no. Most of the people they have to maintain their stability in some other way. The best way to do that is a riding technique called rock climbing, just like for the same name. Riders use whatever surface they can to find they can find to keep their balance. You're going to be relying on your fingertips here, so make sure you've worn them up. Maybe take a little chalk with you to increase the friction. Whatever divot you can get your fingers into may be the difference between getting to your destination on two feet and falling face first into a crowd of strangers. Um, mm. Do any of these sound familiar to you? Looking through the list? Mm, sort of. There's one finger where, you, according to this little diagram, you stand with one finger directly above your head and on your toes. Like a monopod, you become a rock while other people wish they could be. Some exceptionally tall people come on to use this technique by using the ceiling. In this way, become a post on the train. You can achieve a peaceful state of mind. Become one with it. Kind of creepy, the accidental Kabaydon. This one by by no means the most desirable options, but it's valid. You may occasionally find yourself on the giving or receiving end of an up an intentional Kabaydon while riding a crowded train because. Perhaps because the train car shifts unexpectedly and without anything to hold on to, you risk crashing into a fellow passenger otherwise. Uh. And, uh... Number four, Michael Jackson, and here it's starting to divulge into the silly. Well, I'll say this much. Number uh, three happens a lot more than you think when you're standing there and you're trying to get your footing, and if... Sometimes you know how much time you have before the train pulls off. Sometimes not so much, so, you know, hey... Everyone wants to be a plane on fear and achieve maximum balance, and sometimes there are just too many feet and not enough space to put them down flat. Thus, you call your inner Michael Jackson and stand on your toes. Ooh. But I'm pretty sure if you go, hee <laughs> and there are little kids on the train, you will be smashed into the glass. <laughs> go with number five, go with the flow. Surrender yourself to the movement of the train like a seaweed that floats on the ocean. This path of non resistance allows you to achieve great calm on your busy commute. Provide there are enough bodies in the train car to keep everyone more or less in place. Number six, the nape of the neck and the 007. Let's see. <clears throat> the only thing the only thing you see here are other people's necks, so play a game with that. You can achieve this by creating 
this creative game out carefully looking at the nape of someone's neck and evaluating what kind of person he is, he or she is, just by that little part of the body. You make some really intricate stories about the passengers, and it makes the hell train a little more fun. If you're feeling a little less imaginative, you can try a time waste as much simpler. Start with the back of someone's head and look at the back of their head where they where they are looking. Keep following that line of heads until suddenly a face pops out that is looking in your direction. A secret double O agent? That one doesn't make any sense. Uh, number seven, the Umayai? Did I say that right? Umayai, yeah. Yeah, close Umayai. enough. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> when you're riding, you misread the timing of the doors and the timing of the people around you, and you happen to turn around. So you are completely face-to-face with someone around you. Which it, is Omei-Omei-I, oh, oh which translates as formal marriage interview, because there is so little distance between your two faces. Like you're about to kiss. Ooh. A.K.A. the just-fuck-already distance. <laughs> <laughs> it's so awkward, why, why doesn't one need to turn around again? Because there's no room to turn around. Be able, uh, number eight, the right angle. If you're able to get your hands on one of the straps, you might be able to end police technique to pass the time. If you have a newspaper, you can roll it up and put it in the hand that is holding onto the handle. Then you can tip your head back and read the newspaper on your way to work, no matter how crowded it is. You gotta make the most of the vertical space and all. It looks really uncomfortable on the neck, especially the way this guy's drawing it. I couldn't do that. And number nine, the guard. Which is, let's see. At the people board of training, there often appears to be a dividing line down the middle. These two sides are made up of people who are facing the door on the left and those who are facing the door on the right. <clears throat> two sides generally fight for dominance if people get on and off the train. <clears throat> the two armies of people stand back to back in the center and, pe- and a civil peace is keep. That is, until one of the doors opens and a flood of people start pouring onto the train. At that time, at <clears throat> At that time, to prevent your side's line from falling, many people unconsciously guard with their back. They steal up and plant their feet and protect the space with their back, saying, this far and no further. Not only do you protect the space in front of you, but your army helps to mitigate the loss of space as a whole. This seems kind of dickish on a much bigger scale. You know? Mm-hmm. Like, everyone else is like, no, fuck these people, don't let them on. Yeah, yeah, this, just seems yeah. kind of rude. Yeah, at least here in New York City, I mean, you have like that is you have that two second rule. It's like doors open, everybody floods out in about two three seconds, and everybody and who was getting in gets in. It's like an elevator. You let the people who are getting off it get off, and then you get one. Mm-hmm. But yeah, like I was saying, does any of this stuff sound familiar to you? I know you take the subway a lot. See the uh, the right angle. Omei and nape of the neck sometimes, but the thing is, I've never. But thing is, a lot of times I'm sitting down, so when it gets that crowded, I'm usually my head is in either in my phone or my 3ds. So, yeah, you're on early enough that I mean, yeah, there's probably other people on there, but yeah. not like this. I mean, there have been those times like when I would switch trains, switch to A train or to C train, but I'm only on it for three, four stops, so I just find myself staring out the damn window. At nothing. No, I just, I'm just watching um, stuff go by, you know. I meant yeah, the train is... tunnels aren't really well lit, and there's nothing down there anyway. No, no, I mean, actually there is. Yeah, and until you get into the city proper, the trains aren't underground. Yeah, and even if they are underground, I mean, 
there are times you won't see anything. It's just black. Sometimes, depending on which line you're on, you'll see... You, you'll see, like, the other tracks because it's well lit, and then you'll probably see, if you're on the express track, you'll see the local stops as you're going by. And sometimes, depending on what time of night you're on the train, you'll probably see a couple of trains, like, parked in stations and so forth. Alright, we're going to go ahead and... Open our Skype line. Skype line is open. So, if you have any questions about tonight's uh, show so far, give us a buzz at Anime Jam Session. And we're also going to um, do the open forum topic. And this one is a little interesting because it is that time of the year of Sakura Matsuri's. Appropriate cosplay for events. Do you think that events such as Sakura Matsuri cosplay should cosplay only outfits that are appropriate for the event? Or you should cosplay anything you want. Showing up as Bleach Shinigamis isn't a really good thing for a Matsuri. Now, it's gotten to the point where, you know, any reason to cosplay, any reason to cosplay, whatever the event is, specific to something or not, any reason to put on a cosplay and go. Now, I remember one year at Sakura Matsuri when Bleach was very popular, so many people showed up as Shinigami cosplays, and my friend Oshi said, yeah. Showing up as a death god to a Matsuri-type celebration, yeah, that really does make sense. Yeah, he's right. Yeah, because the whole thing is, like, the whole Sakura Matsuri thing is the beginning of spring mm -hmm. and new life and, you know, all of that kind of thing. It's a spring celebration, so having a bunch of death gods there is kind of creepy. Yeah, and a bunch of homestuckers as well. That's well, like, yeah, but that's everywhere. Body. Yeah. So we got uh, three answers for you. Uh, from Nemesis47, he says, I feel as long as you're wearing something appropriate for the event, like a kimono with the cosplayer, the kimono, you're okay. We have a soccer fest in, in Denver, and they usually frown upon cosplayers given it's supposed to be a traditional Japanese event celebrating its culture. As much as I love cosplays, keep it at home or make it an OC like Madoka and a kimono or even a Sailor Senshi's kimono if you're inclined to cosplay. Now, there is actual art of of uh, of, uh, of Madoka senshi. no of Madoka in a kimono and there's actual art of the sailor senshi in, in kimonos as well so either or well it is legit canon for the sailor senshi all of them well at least the five inners mm -hmm. to be in priestess outfits to register participation for this week's episode of Anime Jam Session on VogNetwork.com, use the passphrase COCKTAIL. Or if you watch PGSM, they're in traditional kimonos just for that one episode, but you also got to take mm -hmm. into consideration when it comes to live-action shows, everybody's wearing either a kimono or a yukata on the New Year's Day episode. Yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. but this was one that the five of them, you know, were all together. The four of them were helping Ray at the stand um, during one of the breaks. And the five of them are all in the red and white priestess outfits. Mm -hmm. Or at least, you know, something a little bit more traditional. Right. Um, from uh, from uh, Deadpool 28, he says, okay, cosplay. He says, he's just here to say, okay, cosplays for specific events. 
are all right. I mean, Deadpool will even dress in proper attire, even if he's taking a person's head off eating chimichangas. I mean, for example, if it's a formal event where a suit and tie, and for like it's celebrating Japanese culture, yes, I wear a yukata or a kimono if I felt like it. But also that please be tasteful as something formal or to celebrate. I mean, showing some skin is okay, but not a whole lot, even if you have to come up with your own version of the character. Um, from, uh, let me grab, sorry, from Sarah Ackerman. Uh, Matsuri meaning solemn like a funeral is a festival. Isn't all that? Isn't that all a convention technically is a festival? And isn't a festival an event? As for cosplays, it may be a formal event, but like every con, there are fandoms that are going to be represented. And you have to face that with every con you go to. A Matsuri may be solemn, but it's a celebration. Let's not celebrate the fandoms we love. We should celebrate. Let's celebrate the con that is so happy to have us walk through our doors. Okay, Sarah Ackerman. We're not talking about Matsuri-Con, but we're talking about Matsuri's, which is not a solemn event. It's more... It's a celebration of life. A festival. That's pretty much what it is. Matsuri's are just happy festivals. I mean, personally, I just feel... cosplay appropriately to the event. If it's a... Sailor Moon themed event, you know, do Sailor Moon cosplay of various characters. If it's a Matsuri Cherry Blossom Festival, you know, show up wearing yukatas and kimonos. I mean, if your character doesn't wear one, make one. I mean, if I'm cosplaying Ranma, I mean, I can show up in a kimono, I can show up in a yukata, or I can wear his traditional outfit, which fits in anywhere. I don't know. I mean, the whole thing about, you know, Sakura Matsuri and everything mm-hmm. is you're supposed to be there, you know, celebrating spring and enjoying, you know, the actual the actual trees and the actual blossoms. Yeah. It's supposed to be a time to relax. Mm-hmm. The fact that people go to these things and are so hyped that they, you know get stressed out to make an outfit or they get stressed out about photography or they get stressed. That is like the complete opposite point of what these are supposed to be. Yeah. Cause like right now for, for soccer Matsuri, I'm just wearing my Ranma tunic and that's it. I mean, there's, t- if my friends are doing MLP, I may break out spike, but if not, everyone's doing it, I'm just not going to bother. I'm just going to just represent as who I am. Please continue. Yeah. I mean, the, I, I've only gone to one. And mm-hmm. I wore street clothes. I was a casual version of Makoto. But just the amount of people, like, full-on cosplay. Mm. And it was hot. Yeah. I'm sorry. You were outside. There is no indoor activity. You are outside for however long you decide that you were doing this. If you happen to go to the quote-unquote fashion show, you were outside under a tent sweating your ass off because there are so many people. Yeah. You don't need huge props. You don't need, you know, full costumes. Wear something comfortable. If you were going to go as a fucking death god, you deserve the fucking heat stroke from wearing black and, you know, five layers or whatever. And don't shake the cherry blossom trees. Seriously. I mean, the whole thing is you're supposed to go and relax. You're supposed to go and enjoy nature. Mm-hmm. You're supposed to go and enjoy the beauty. The one thing I found was that most of the people there were treating it like a convention. And that's not what it is. Right. Any reason to cosplay. 
it, it's it's almost sickening. And like I, I get it, people want to cosplay, but at the same time, this isn't you know World Cosplay Summit. This isn't something that you're going to get huge grand prizes and shit like that for. Mm-hmm. You you don't need to bring your best and brightest. This is not the type of environment for that. So yes, it does it does piss me off. I could tell. I can definitely tell. Ari, what's your t- two cents? Ari. Uh, we lost Ari. Again? Yeah, he's not in here at all. He must have dropped out when I was ranting. Yeah, yeah I mean, yeah, yeah he, he timed out. So it's definitely his internet connection that's, that's given him shit tonight. Thank you, Comcast. Shall we, shall we keep on chugging along? Yeah, I guess so. All right. Um, last call for the Skype line. I guess I can give the Skype line at least one more minute before I shut it down. And there's a new update for my 3DS, and it come, and you get a free game. Yes, Pokemon. Yeah, have you played it yet? Um, yes, it's actually really adorable. <laughs> it's downloading, and I'm just like, it's, I can't believe it's taking this long to freaking download. Well, it's actually pretty graphic heavy. Mm. It's it's very bright colors and all of that, so I'm not surprised it's taking a while. I just put it on to download later and, you know, let it go in sleep mode when yeah. I went out. Hello? Uh, hey, Welcome Ari. Back. God fucking damn it. What I miss? Uh, nothing. We was asking, we just wanted to know your opinion about about cosplay appropriate, like for Matsuri's and so forth. Well, yeah, like you guys were saying, just <clears throat> do it to match the the thing you're going to. Mm-hmm. I I had a nice articulate response figured out, but I'm I'm, I'm ready to slam my head against the goddamn wall because of this thing. No, well, it, it's your it's your internet, so it's not the machine. It's definitely the internet acting acting dumb. <sighs> this is the only time it happens too. Tuesday fucking nights. Uh, I guess Tuesday nights you're going to have to run an Ethernet cable, I suppose. Great. Or jury rig the router and put it in your room, I guess. I don't know. Uh, The the people I live with can barely work their cell phones, much less understand why I have to move the router for this kind of shit, so... Good luck, good sir. Good luck. And we're going to go ahead and shut the Skype line down. And now we're going to go into news from Japan. Can I take the first one? Absolutely. Or in this case, what do I call the strange news from Japan? Yes. <clears throat> A vigilante common rider battle... Wait. A vigilante common rider battles drunk drivers on Fukuoka streets. The roads of Kitakyushu Fukuoka are a safer place next to one mass vigilante. The stalwart superhero is none other than common rider one, you know, the OG. Mm-hmm. Riding around in the town's motorcycle, he's taken upon himself to protect the town's citizens by tracking down drunk drivers and entertaining the children. By day, this hero is the mild-mannered upcycle artisan Shinjiro. Kuma, the Kuma guy, 
who turns aluminum cans into new works of art. However, as common writer, sponsor, and good friend as Fukumitsu, they had a, the head priest of the famous Gokurokuji Buddhist Temple. Mm -hmm. Fukumitsu is a huge common rider fan and has collected memorabilia for the past 20 years. He also has a good relationship with local, local authorities. He has an armband that designates him as an official drunk driver patrolman. Nice. And there's also pictures of him doing more mundane stuff, but like getting food at what looks like a food truck kind of thing. Or, and, uh, picking fights with, the uh, cows. Now, that's not a food truck. That's like a local food shop. Like, yeah, like, you, one, you, like one of those, like, places you'd see on a boardwalk or something. Yeah. And he, and there's another one where he looks, he looks like he shouldn't get too close to the cow because he's worried it'll bite his hand off. No. <laughs> So yeah, if you're drunk and get your ass kicked by a guy cosplaying as Common Rider, then you probably deserved it. <laughs> oh, okay. Moving right along. Um, I've always said that you know, if you're going to mug somebody, be don't be too surprised if that person comes after you. And in this case, it did happen. A woman and sister go on a car chase after bag thief. A man stole a woman's bag containing 190,000 yen, which translates to a little bit under $1,600. The fuck? $1,600? According to police, the incident occurred at 10.50 p.m. on April 13th, in the parking lot outside of a pachinko parlor in Mizuho, Tokyo. Sankei Shinbun reported that the suspect, Joe Miura, slowly drove up behind the 51-year-old woman, snatched her bag, and then dro drove off. I'm probably going to assume that might have been the deposits from the pachinko parlor. Mm -hmm. yeah. The woman, who suffered light injuries as she fell to the ground, got in her sister's car, and they chased Miura before losing him. However, the women were able to report the license plate number and make, the, and make up the car to the police. We went to have it hit Mirror's car about an hour later, 30 minutes, 30 kilometers away in Okutama. Police say Mirror, who was an NHK fee collector, had been at the Pachinko parlor for nearly two hours before committing the crime. He was close saying he really wanted the money. And uh. a surprising twist, he's not unemployed. Mm. I guess being an NHK collector doesn't pay as much. And apparently, according to this one comment, it says, in other words, he's already experienced in taking other people's money. <laughs> Over the whole working for the NHK thing. Alright, I'm looking it up on, on the wiki. It's um, people who collect licensing fees. Wow, it's sort of like how we're in the UK. You have to buy a, you have to get a license when you watch television. Ah, uh, you know, hey, it's only one left, and it's all on Mako. Yeah, sorry, I'm going through. My friend is getting rid of a bunch of uh, old PS1 and PS2 games, and I'm trying to find out pricing. Oh, okay. 
Anything one of them is PS. One of them is Final Fantasy IX, and I kind of want it. Mm. All right. Um. Yeah. So <laughs> this was just ridiculous, and I kind of, I, I kind of had to put it on here just because of the ridiculousness. Um, new anti-Chiken cell phone stickers let you mark train gropers with a sign of shame. Hmm. It's like a kick me sign. <sighs> that, that's basically what it is. So um, this has been put out by the Saitama Prefecture Police Department. And this isn't, you know, a sticker to keep people away. This is meant to be used, quote unquote, offensively. Um, if someone touches you inappropriately, first show them the sticker and warn them to stop. If they don't stop, peel off the top layer of the sticker. Press the bottom part of the sticker that's still on your phone firmly against the Chikan's hand. The sticker will leave a, an X mark as proof of their act. Mm. What? Yeah. Um... So this whole thing, it's got a little, you know, it's got a little comic-y thing to go with it with a little, you know, bird police cell phone charm. Um, yeah, so the sticker isn't intended to be used as a deterrent. Um, then why fucking bother? It's Exactly. It's basically um, used to mark an X onto somebody that has committed the crime um, basically to help you point them out. However, it is still not basically usable in a court of law. Mm. Speaking of New York subways, if that <laughs> mm. happened in New York, the the offender would turn around and fucking deck him. Yeah, no stickers. It you get decked, or a picture will be taken of you and be posted all over social media. Yeah. So uh, while, while... start hip hop in the background. <laughs> no, I actually well, had a, I, I, I'm trying to finish this, damn it. Sorry. While the bird police posters emphasize that the X mark, alo X mark alone cannot be used against somebody, Japanese netizens raised fears that these stickers may cause an increase in the number of false accusations. Um, and some of them go, so you can just stamp an X on somebody you don't like and get them in trouble. Uh, men, we all need to stamp ourselves to protect our brethren brethren from false charges. They're pulling a fucking <laughs> I'm Spartacus gimmick with this? Really? And then, um, would this even really stop a Chiken? And in response to that, yeah, they'd probably be proud, like, I got three X's today. And as Sarah Ackerman says, good idea for con creepers. Yeah, the hilarious part is they have women-only trains. Well, yeah, that I know. So one goes, isn't having women-only trains enough? We need men-only trains to feel safe at this point. <laughs> so, yeah. I still say a quick punch in the face will do a lot more for them than a sticker ever would. Yeah, but is it worth going to jail for? Uh, 
it seems like it would just cause more trouble than it would st start more trouble than it would prevent. Isn't that always the case? Mm-hmm. Besides, people already have a deterrent for creepers like that. It's called pepper spray. Yeah, that's not legal in Japan. <laughs> Pretty much. Really? Didn't know that. The more you know. Yeah, no, there's basically no weapons are legal in Japan. Unless you are like an officer, and even then. No, even if you were an officer, officers do not carry weapons. They carry batons. Batons and tasers, that's basically what officers on the street are allowed to carry. Unless you are, you know, their, uh, their version of SWAT or something like that. Yeah. Regular police officers just walking their beat are not allowed to carry weapons. Or, I should say, lethal weapons. I think the only weapon that you are allowed to carry, and it has to be shown to, like, you have to show that you are, you know, a follower of these ways or something, is you are still, it is still on the books that you are allowed to carry a sword. But huh. you have, you can't be, like, you have to be fully done up to be able to do this. So no wearing a suit and having a sword in your, you know, in your belt. No, because that would look so badass. Mm. No, this is, this is done because there are so many, like, how we have reenactments in the U.S. based on the wars and stuff. There are men's clubs and things like that that you walk in and everything is basically you know based on the old ways so things like things like that are allowed but even then you have to show that you know it's not a real blade or that it can't be used or something like that it's... but that's that's really the only weapon that is even remotely allowed by general public mm-hmm And then there are those who, who enjoyed Chikan, and I'm talking females, but that's a story for another podcast. <laughs> yeah. All right. I think we're more or less done for tonight, so we're going to go ahead, play our last tracks, and wrap shit up. So, we'll be back. Let's go. 
tonight's episode was pretty smooth sailing, if you ask me. <laughs> I... <laughs> mostly smooth sailing. Keyword being mostly. Uh, well, at least we tried. You tried. <laughs> mm. Alright, let's see what's going on in the chat room real quick. Everybody, everyone's winding down and so forth. Alright, so if you like what you heard, tell a friend. Then tell another friend and so on and so forth. That's how we roll. That's how we let people know of our awesome show. If you have any questions about the show, drop us a line at podcast at animejamsession.com. Again, that's podcast at animejamsession.com. Let us know what's up. We're here to believe you. Check out our website at AnimeJamSession.com. Um, our ZenkaiCon 2015 report is up, and we'll have another one report coming up later this week, and you'll see links to our uh, photos as well. If you can't access our website for our podcast, don't worry. There are other places for you to check that out. You can find us on Podcast Alley, iTunes, Stitcher, Miro, Double Twist, Blueberry, Xbox Music, and TuneIn Radio. If you listen to us on Stitcher or iTunes, um, we just ask if you just drop us some um, f- uh, some uh, five star reports. Uh, that's all we're asking. So, uh, let's see. If you want to check out our YouTube page, YouTube.com/slash/AnimeJamSessionTV. A couple new videos just went up this week. Uh, we got a couple more going up as well. So definitely swing by and check those out. Um, if you want to see our personal YouTube page, you can find me at youtube.com slash S. Ari is at Ari22682. And you can find Mako-chan at Luna. Twitter.com slash session. Follow us here for the latest updates on our website, Facebook page, and conventions that we're going to. So you definitely be in the know. If you want to follow us on Twitter, you certainly can. You can find me at twitter.com slash S. Ari is at the Ari Man. And Mako's over at Jovidea. Facebook.com slash Anime Jam Session. Um, definitely follow us there for, for all of our awesome stuff. And I just want to make a quick note. I've been getting a lot of messages from people from ZenkaiCon pretty much thanking us for photos and the coverage. Just want to say on behalf of the staff, you're, thank you and you're welcome. We really appreciate the, the kind words and we're really humbled by it. So... As long as you continue to like what we do and lo- and enjoy what we do, we'll keep doing that. We'll keep doing it. So you have nothing to worry about. We're really humbled. If you want to follow us on Facebook, I'm at facebook.com. Yeah, that's Facebook. All those photos me. Hmm? Ari? I'm saying all the, uh, all the thank icon coming made my Facebook feed blow up. I know, and and I've yeah, and I've this, and I've made a bunch of new friends through that. So I'm like, this is pretty cool. I'm really enjoying that. Um, if you want to follow us on Facebook, I am at facebook.com/slash imdjvonmas. Ari is at Ari Rockefeller, and you can find Mako over at Makoto Makochan Kino or Makochan with a dash in the middle. As, as I said, we're on the VOG Network, the Voice of Geeks Network, but we're not the only geek podcast this network carries. If you like Star Trek, check out Star Wars Power Coupling Podcast Thursdays at 4. And earlier in the day at 12, you can check out The Geek Card. It's a new uh, geek podcast out of the UK, so you definitely want to check that out. If you like British programming, television, movies, Doctor Who, pop culture... 
book reviews, movie reviews, television reviews. We have four different shows for you out there. Uh, we have Critical Myth, British Invaders, Pod Culture, and Understation Live. Four different shows with four different points of view on the culture of television, books, and movies, and pop culture, and all that cool stuff. So definitely check those out. If you like what we do here at Anime Jam Session, you should swing by at 8 o'clock and check out Pandalicious and Ninja Sister and Electric Sisterhood. They're on at 8, so check them out. Then listen to VOG, then our pre-show, then it's us to bring it all in together. If you like to play online games such as World of Warcraft, uh, Final Fantasy XIV, uh, League of Legends, other MMOs or, mo- or MOBAs, you want to check out MMO Wednesdays, with Girls Gone Wow at 12 and Horde House at 10. And Horde House is live, uh, hosted by Sky from OLR, so definitely check that out. And then we bring it all together on Sundays with uh, the Bobby Blackwell Show and Orange Dodge Radio, the cornerstone programming of the VOG Network, two shows about video games from independent guys and gals like us. If you want to hear, if you want to listen to a show about, game, about gaming news, gaming reviews, thoughts and insights from actual people who are fans you definitely want to check those out two of the longest running uh, video game radio shows on the internet so it's the Bobby Blackwell show Sundays at 8 followed by Orange Dodge Radio at 9 okay uh, go around the room last words Mako-chan um, I- I'm still involved in buying games from my friends because I just bought Final Fantasy 9 for 10 bucks and I'm very, very, very close to saying, yeah, throw in uh, Air Guys too. Because, yeah, I, I really, really like that game. I kind of want to put a bid in for FF7 and Xenogears. Well, I can ask her prices. Please do. Ooh, and Wild Arms 3. Ooh. I actually have one and two for PS3, so... Last words, Ari. <coughs> well, my computer will let me say I'm just going to tune in the newest episode of the Mark Renar- Mark Remark tonight. Okay. Um, my final words, I am going to catch up with Hell's Kitchen, a couple other shows, and eat some ice cream because I got a big thing of, of, chuck- of cookie dough in the fridge. Tasty, tasty stuff. And I think that's it. Um, as we said, uh, next month, May 26th, there will be no show. We'll either be on our way back from Denver Comic Con or recovering from Denver Comic Con. So we may, we will probably have a special show uh, lined up, so you can just swing by and listen. So it'll be all good. Uh, that is it. End of list. We're going to get up on out of here because it's starting to get a little late. So, I'm Ranma. I'm Ari. And I'm Mako-chan. There we go. Great fight. Great night. See you next week. Good night, everybody. Night. What the hell's going on with my internet connection? I don't know. Oh, no, it's done. It's done. Okay. I thought the uh, the game I was downloading wasn't completed. It said, did you want to retry? I'm like, uh, nope. Alright. 
Say goodnight, Mako-chan. Goodnight, Mako-chan. See, I totally missed it that time because I was prepared and I took my headphones off. What, you mean hey, you took your drunk. headphones that off? That's seats. not fair. <laughs> All's fair in love and podcasting, my dear. Goodnight, Mako-chan! Missed me! Fuck you! <laughs> podcast has been a production of Anime Jam Session and AJS Productions. No fanboys and fangirls were hurt, maimed, shot, electrocuted, or pistol whipped in this episode. For now. The views, opinions, and thoughts expressioned on this show do not reflect the staff or the network as a whole. But we're still right, damn it. For transcripts of this episode, start typing. Check us out at AnimeJamSession.com and vognetwork.com for more information about us and other programming. Jamatane!